Hello and God bless you. Thank you for tuning in today. It's so exciting to have you again. My name is Toluto Padada and welcome to today's Bible study. We've been treating the book of Revelation and um, last time we stopped at the sixth chapter. Uh, chapter six was talking about the seven seals. So the whole of chapter six talked about the seal number one to seal number six. And like I said last week, uh, the seals, uh, the trumpets and the seven bowls of God's wrath, they have a unique uh, architecture and division uh, in the sense that uh, after the, the sixth one, there will be a change of topic or a parenthesis whereby uh, the seventh one is, is uh, talked about. So we spoke about seal number six uh, last week. And the, that's ended chapter six. Uh, the whole of chapter seven this week is the change of topic. Like, permit me to use the word parenthesis of uh, of the the seals. The next chapter after that, chapter eight, talks about seal seven. But we'll see if we can do uh, both chapters seven and eight in this study. But before, before we go ahead, let's just say a word of prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for today. Thank you for another time in your presence. Thank you for this opportunity to share your word. We ask that your light will shine on this in the name of Jesus, that you will bless us, Lord. You will shine your light and the life behind these letters will come out and hit us and make us ready, Lord, for your coming in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So quickly, we start it straight up. Revelations chapter 7 verse 1 after this which means after the four the six seals after all those things that happened I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth holding back the four winds of the earth to prevent any wind from blowing on the land or on the sea or on any tree wait a minute as in Hold on a bit. After this, I saw this thing. So, which means this is about to open a chapter like no other. The introduction of these four angels, introducing them, they are holding back the four winds. No wind is about to blow on earth. Um, from the study of last time, we looked at the uh, uh, Revelations chapter 6 from verse 12 up uh, downwards that talked about uh, the sixth seal and looking at Re uh, Matthew chapter 24 whereby Jesus talked about the end of age like the end of time and when the rapture is going to take place and we discover that it's going to be around seal number 6 um, so please listen to that uh, uh, teaching now to further confirm that the things that are going to happen after seal six is just is 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 epic is different introduction these guys are about to hold the four winds of the earth and i mean if air if oxygen is no longer blowing imagine the 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 height of destruction the height of death that's going to happen but let's go ahead verse two and three then i saw another angel coming 
from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to arm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we have put a seal on the four heads of the servants of our God. Okay, this guy quickly begged there, please. And he had the seal of God, which means he had the authority from God. Hey, guys, please, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, brosco, 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 I beg. Calm down, chill. So, now, they were to seal the servants of God. Who are these servants of God? Now, uh, from verse 4, I think, okay, then I heard, let me just read verse 4. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. Now, for subsequent verses started listing all those tribes, except one, but we'll, we'll get, we won't really go into that. In, in systematic theology, um, there is a number of, of schools study Israelology as part of systematic theology. So a number of schools of thought, uh, a number of researchers believe that uh, Israel has, the physical nation of Israel has a plan in God's agenda, and it's in the scriptures. Several scriptures have talked about it. Uh, Revelation chapters, I mean, Daniel chapters 8, 11, and 12. A lot of, um, actually, Daniel was shown what to happen to Israel. So he, he wasn't shown what to happen to the church um, the, in the church age. That's after the, I mean, after the resurrection of Christ till the rapture. He didn't see that. But he saw when Israel will be delivered into captivity. He saw when, what will happen to Israel after rapture. So, some, a number of people believe that this will be physical Israel. Some other people believe it is allegorical um, in terms of there are still some people who will be saved, who will be like commandos or evangelists or people who will still be preaching the gospel even after rapture. So, but we know that Israel will be saved. Israel, Israel will be saved. Um, and uh, well, I, I don't want I don't want, don't want to go into this yet. But there was a time American embassy relocated from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, and the number of Christians started shouting, "Hey, uh, this and that and that and that." But we we'll see we we'll see if those things are really relevant or thinking of, or those things that we should even be worried about yet, uh, because. It's part of the end time agenda. It will happen. Peace will be made with it. Treaty will be signed with Israel by a world leader. who will break that treaty in the middle of it. Uh, so and so on and so forth. So let's go ahead. Um, I, I would have loved to, if if this was a video, I would have loved to do the calculation of Daniel's seventy weeks and see what happened. At, uh, how many years it took to the 69th weeks to have to happen so um, in, in in Hebrew one week equal to one year um, figuratively so 70 weeks of Daniel talking about uh, 70 times 7 that's 190 years 69 69th week was when between uh, when the, the instruction for the rebuilding of the temple will be given and when the Messiah will be cut off from the earth. That's when the Messiah will be killed. There are 69 weeks. And the 70th week is what actually happened in the end time. That's, that's why people believe that the tribulation will be seven years. So Daniel saw what happened when the Messiah is cut up. And he didn't see what happened from, from that part. That's the ascension, the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ. 
After that, the next place he saw, the next seven years was the end time, the, the tribulation period, the last seven years of the world. So between that 69th week of, of Daniel and the 70th week is what we call the church age or the mystery age. A number of reasons why Daniel, God didn't reveal that to Daniel. Number one, Daniel was just concerned about Israel at that time and the, the church age was beyond Israel. And number two, Jesus, God wanted it as a mystery that the devil himself will not even know what, when the rapture is going to happen. So we've been in the church age for over 2,000 years. So between Daniel's 69th and 78th week had been 2,019 years long. So that's, uh, that's about uh, Daniel and, and Israel as a country, as a, as, a, as a physical Israel. So let's just go ahead. Uh, so from verses 4 to 8 talked about each of those tribes. Uh, let's just go to verse 9. And after I looked, after this I looked, and therefore, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. This is also a very significant verse, uh, especially what they were holding in their, brand, in their hands. Um, Leviticus 23.40, I'll read in KJV, Leviticus 23 verse 40. And ye shall, and ye shall take you on the first day the brows of the goodly trees, the branches of palm trees, and the brows of the thick, thick trees, and the willows of the brook, ye shall rejoice before the Lord your God seven days. Okay, now this was uh, uh, when God was commanded, God commanded the Israelites to put palm and willow trees together. And palm is signifying uh, rejoicing, willow is signifying sorrow. Uh, um, if you that's another confirmation of that was when the, the Babylonians asked the children of uh, uh, the Jews to sing the Lord's song. This, the Bible says they hung their their harps on the willow tree. So it's a it's a it's a remembrance of sorrow, which means in this in the, on this earth it's going to be we're going to be having rejoicing and crying, ups and downs, gains and pains here and there. But in heaven, only palm leaves, only rejoicing, only rejoicing, no more sorrows. So take heart, keep, keep, keep on moving on, no more sorrows. We'll soon get to the, to the end of all this. We'll soon get to heaven, no more sorrows in heaven. Amen, amen. Then one of the elders asked me, these in the white robes, who are they? And where did they come from? I answered, sir, you know. And he said, that's Revelations chapter 7, verse 14 now. These are they who have come out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Now, people somehow say that those who miss rapture, I've heard that teaching before, uh, if you miss that, if you miss rapture, uh, you, they, those who miss rapture will have to redeem themselves with their own blood. There is no other blood that is powerful enough to redeem man. Not your blood, not a dove's blood. The blood of Jesus is the only blood powerful enough. And when we take things like that, it, we, we play down on the, on the sacrifice and the efficacy of the blood of Jesus. 
we've, we've heard of cases of, of people being tortured to death. We've heard of cases of, of, of Islamist terrorists killing Christians. And they were tortured and killed. We see they, they redeemed themselves with their blood. Yes, people are going to be tortured and killed at the Great Tribulation when they miss rapture. They are still going to die. They have not redeemed themselves with their own blood. So please, it's, it's wrong teaching. There's no other blood that, is, that can make our robes white. Only the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So these guys were killed for the sake of Christ. They came out of the great tribulation. They were killed for the sake of Christ. Verse 15 now. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and shall serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. Now, when we get to the throne of God, our job description is simple. Service. We shall keep serving. We shall keep serving. So, if you find it difficult to serve while on earth, I mean, you can, you'll be bored in heaven because our job description is service. We keep serving the Lord. Verse 17, 16 and verse 17, 16 and 17, Revelation 7. Never again will they hunger nor thirst anymore. The sun shall not scorch them by day, nor the moon, nor any scorching heat. For the law, for the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to the springs of living water, and God will wipe every tear from their eyes. May we all get to heaven in Jesus' name. Uh, may we all get to heaven. Uh, you know, when it's too hot, we say we complain of heat. When when it's too cold, yeah, it's too cold, oh, it's snowy, oh, it's this and that. Uh, when there's too much wind, uh, we shout, ah, it's windy, it's this, that, it's that. When this, so, but in heaven, I mean, in heaven, we we'll just get to heaven and voila, it's, it's bliss. There's no scorching sun. There's, there's nothing that will, that will, that will, that will make, that will make, give us headache or give us worries. No too much sun, no too much rain, no flooding, no school fees, no hunger. We just be there in the presence of the Lord forever rejoicing. May we get to heaven in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome back. God bless you. So let's go on. Chapter 8, verse 1. When the lamp broke the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour in awe of God's impending judgment. That's an amplified version. Now we've seen that the rapture is like in previous chapters that the rapture is likely to take place at the sixth seal. So everything, and chapter whole, the whole of chapter 7 was just a, a change of subject, a, a parenthesis, an interlude. Then, so 7. So when the seventh seal was broken, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. People were waiting in awe of what's going to happen. Like, this is it. Now, everything that happens from this chapter 8 onwards are for those who miss the rapture. So let's go. Now, please, let's also get something right that is different from what has been taught for years. 
we've not heard about the Antichrist now. We've not heard about Mark of 666. So people, a number of preachers have been able to draw people away from seeing the fact that God is the actor in the book of Revelations. And they've put that um, focus, they've, they've, they've zoomed the Antichrist as if he's the one in charge, he's the one doing all the things. You see here, we see in the, in the scriptures that the actor here is actually God, the Lord of hosts. So it's, don't let's be scared. Uh, no scared tactics here, please. Okay, seven still broken. Everyone kept quiet, like, what's about to happen? Let's find out. Verse two. Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and the seven trumpets were given to them. So inside the seventh seal, when the seventh seal was broken and there was silence, it is inside the seventh seal that the seven trumpets were. So let's start examining the seven trumpets. Another angel, verse 3, Revelation 8, verse 3, another angel came out and stood at the altar. He had a golden censer. And much incense was given to him so that he might add it to the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar in front of the throne. And the smoke and fragrant and aroma of the incense with the prayer of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. And the angel took the sense and filled it with fire from the altar and hauled it to the earth. And there were peals of thunder and loud rumblings and sounds of flashes and, and sounds and flashes of lightning and an earthquake. Can we remember when the fifth seal was broken that the um, um, the saints were asking, Lord, please avenge us. Uh, here, is the, here is the fulfillment of their request. Now, their request, that prayer that is in the censor is poured into the air. So the request that Lord avenge our death is happening. So verse 6, when the lamb broke the fifth seal, that's our, uh, 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 chapter 6, verse 9, just to, when the lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw underneath the altar, the souls of those that have been slaughtered because of the word of God and because of his testimony, which they had maintained out of loyalty to Christ. They cried in a loud voice, O Lord, holy and true, how long before you, you who will sit in judgment and avenge your blood on those who dwell on the earth? And they were given a white robe and were told to rest and wait quietly for a little while longer until the number of the fellow servants and brethren and sisters were to be killed even as they had been, even as they had been would be complete. So this is the fulfillment from chapter 6, verse 9, then it's fulfilled in chapter 8, verse 3 to 5. So let's go on. Verse 7 now. The first angel, so first trumpet. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there was hail and fire mixed with blood, and it was hauled down on the earth, and one third of the earth was burned. And a third of the trees were burned, and a third of all green grass was burned up. So trumpet one affected one third of green vegetables. Now let's look at second trumpet, verse eight. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a great mountain blazing with fire was hauled into the sea, and a third of the sea turned to blood, and a third of the living creatures were in the 
that were in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Trumpet two, one third of sea life gone. Now, if you've been watching some of these um, alien movies, all these things, or some of these American movies, it's almost like they are so certain that something is going to eat the earth. They are so like, oh, if we go on these, like this, the, 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 the one star is falling, one rock is going to come to hit the earth. They may not be wrong. It's here in the scriptures. They may not be wrong. So let's go on. Verse 10. Revelation chapter 8, verse 10. And the third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, flashing across the sky. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of fresh waters. And the name of the star is Wormwood. And a third of waters became one wood. And many people died from the waters because they had become bitter, in bracket, toxic. So, trumpet three is affecting one third of rivers and fresh waters. Let's go on. Let's go on. Trumpet four. Now, the fourth angel sounded his trumpet. And the third of the sun, and the third of the moon, and the third of the stars were struck, so that a third of them will be darkened, and a third of daylight will not shine, and in the and in the night the same way will not shine. So, trumpet four, one third of heavenly lights were gone, the stars, the moon, and the sun. Now, trumpet. So then I looked. Verse 13, then I looked and I heard a solitary eagle flying in mid-heaven for all to see, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on earth, because the remaining blast of the trumpet which the, which the three angels are about to sound are now seen ever greater judgments. Okay, foregone. An angel had to come out and say, you guys haven't, you, you haven't seen nothing yet. Like, what you thought those guys have done is only a joke. You have, you're yet to see something. Like, what's going to happen next will be, like, will, will blow, you will blast your mind. Okay, we still have a few minutes. I think we can do chapter 9. Uh, so, Let's look at how life will be even with these four trumpets that have been sounded. The whole vegetation gone, seal turned to blood, fresh waters toxic, there's no sun, photosynthesis, no moon, no stars. Imagine how life will be. Imagine how life will be, how miserable life will be. And the eagle is now warning that, hey guys, what you thought had happened is child's play. Be prepared for the next four woes that's about to happen. Guys, it's not just negotiable to miss rapture. This is bigger than one antichrist torturing people. I mean, life will be miserable for those who miss the rapture. And if you look at what the Bible has been saying, the inhabitants of the earth, the earth dwellers, those who dwell on the earth, that's, what, that's the phrase the Bible has been using. And we'll still keep seeing those phrases as we go on in the book. Which means we are not earth dwellers. We are not inhabitants of the earth. The Bible says our native home is in heaven. We are pilgrims here on earth. We are not earth dwellers. We are not, this is not our home. Our home is in heaven. 
So if you haven't given your life to Christ, this will be the, the greatest opportunity because tomorrow might actually be too late. This will be a great opportunity to give your life to Christ. You don't want to be on earth. You don't want to be around. When the, This is the judgment from God. This is not the judgment from an antichrist or from someone or from one. This is the judgment from God himself judging the earth. So who would, who would they complain to? Who will you run to? The Lord is judging the earth at this time. Ladies and gentlemen, give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. This is no... If you've been doing something wrong all along, if you've been doing something something that you know, the, 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 your heart, your, your, your conscience are convicting you, this will be a good opportunity to go surrender your life. And it just takes a, a, just a little prayer of faith. Say, Father, I surrender my life to you. I repent of my sin. I come to you. I come to your altar. I want to be part of the first batch. I don't want to be the second batch. I don't want to miss rapture. I don't want to be experiencing all these things on earth. And the Lord, will, the Lord will take you. The, the Bible says there is, there is joy in heaven over one sinner that repents. And the, the, Lord, the Lord is coming with an open hand. No matter how red your sin might have been. No matter how bad you've been. No matter how ugly you've been. There is grace in the house tonight. There is grace in the house this day. Embrace it and the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. For those of us that have given our life to Christ, just say a word of prayer with me that, Lord, I will not fall by the wayside. I will make it to heaven. I will make it to heaven. I don't want to experience all these things. I will make it to the... I can't, I can't, I can't be sacrificing for the sake of the kingdom, doing all these, running up and down to church, to these, and, and making all these sacrifices and lose heaven at the end of the day. No, it will not happen. In the name of Jesus. And we'll all make heaven in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you for um, for tuning in today. Uh, next one, next time we'll talk about chapter 9. We'll start from chapter 9 and on and on like that. Uh, please, if you have any comments or any question, you can either send me a voice note on this um, podcast. There's a way to send a voice note on the podcast or just follow me across all social media platforms. Uh, you can follow me on, on Facebook, Tolutopedada, on Twitter, Tolutopedada, and on Instagram, at Tolutopedada. Uh, my Facebook friend, friend limit has been reached, so please, uh, if you ask me, I think I have over a thousand friend requests uh, pending and I've gotten to the 5,000 limit. So please just like my page instead. I have a page, a Facebook page. Like my page and send your questions and we can also talk from there. Please send us feedback. Let's know how we're doing and what you want us to improve upon. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, please share this among your friends and families. God bless you. Bye. See you some other time. God bless you.